Oh, yes. Ah, what a great way to open a podcast. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good podcast. It's the worst day of my life, Dave. Greetings and salutations. Congratulations for tuning in. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I am Dave. I am Ralph. Yes. I love how you congratulate them for listening. Like it's some sort of an accomplishment. It is. You found us. They found (sighs) us. Because again, they could be anywhere else doing anything, but they're listening to us. Such a good day. Oh, it pains me. Can we just have that playing throughout? Yeah, I mean, it's still going, Dave. Just loop it. It's still going. So the reason we're playing this amazing song, and the reason why it's such a good day... Uh, if you were tuning into last week's podcast... Which, of course, you were, because right. why would you be listening just to one randomly? That's weird. Weird. Uh, six podcasts, by the way. Um, Is that what we're on? Six? Yeah, one, six. You Woo! know what? I have, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. This podcast will probably be top five or six podcasts. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm more prepared than I've ever been. Awesome. I spent a lot of time. I have a lot we, to talk about. We have a lot to go yeah, through. Yeah, a lot to yeah, go through. A lot, lot, to, lot, to lot to unpack. That's right. And a lot we have to a lot, digest. We have a lot to say about it. A lot to say about so it. So last week... Uh, we Why alluded, are you so happy? We alluded to the fact that Ugh. Ralph and I had two matchups against each other. Um, one was really close. One went down to the Monday night game. It, it was a uh, kiddo. You know what, though? It shouldn't have even been close because I got to tell you, I don't we, like when it shouldn't have been close. You go. know I have an opinion about it. Here we go. I don't like when it shouldn't have been close, and I'm given hope that I shouldn't have. Right. And George Kittle decided he was – this is a standard league, so it's yeah. baby steps toward the total. It's mm-hmm. not like every catch is getting me points. So he has a touchdown. He has 70 yards. I get within three. Three. Now, you don't think George Kittle... Now, of course, the Browns being absolutely inept... Terrible. ...was really the main situation here because they didn't have to... I mean, they could have... Garoppolo could have just dropped back and fallen over for, Mm -hmm. like, 12 consecutive plays. It wouldn't even have mattered. And so I got within three... George Kittle, George Kittle's beasting out doesn't matter. No. I didn't want to get that close. I wanted it to be done. And yeah. instead, I'm watching every second of that game. And the best part, too, the previous weeks, he had five points every game. And then he goes off for 17. I mean, I'm glad he got good points. Yeah, I mean, sure. I'm glad he got points, but it was just, come on. So that game was close between us. The second game wasn't so close. No, the second one wasn't close. And we'll get yeah. into our matchups later. Yeah. I mean, this can be kind of the quick intro. But, so, so Ralph had asked uh, me, he's like, do you uh, want to pick a song to play in to celebrate your winning? And I said, yeah, I why that not? that conversation had never happened. The problem was every song I picked was not appropriate for a podcast. I so. found the clean version even of this song. Did you? I don't know how clean the original is, but yeah. this is labeled clean. Yeah, right. So, you know. So I had to let my happened. subconscious work it over because I had like... <clears throat> Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, know, yeah. Uh, no, it's not clean. Not, not nope. friendly. Nope. Um, nope. So... Yeah, so in uh, the the game I beat you by three, that was our Emperor League. Yep. My baby. Yeah, you're uh, moved your to four baby. And one. Yep. We know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one that wasn't close was the high school 10 team uh, auction, two keeper. Yeah, you know what? I'm wearing a Southwest yeah, Lakers I, sweatshirt. I that. You didn't even go there, Dave. I didn't. And the common theme. Sorry, I'm so angry. It's okay. You'll get over it. Right. Thank you. It's a, it's a new week. Short memory. 
So the comments, I had a lot of good moments this week. Did, it's just, really of did. course, the, my worst performances were against my podcast co-host. Yeah. And you know what? There'll be weeks where I have the same poor showings against you. Uh, well, I'm, that's, yeah, I know. It'll happen. Um, but the common theme in both of those games on my team, I have McCaffrey. So, yeah, I mean, right. And, you know, it's the same way somebody playing against me when I had Aaron Jones would right. fail. It's like, you know, yeah. you have that matchup and it's hard to overcome that. Right. I get it. Now, that high school league, though, maybe this is a good time to mention it. The high school league had some drama today. We just some, just today. Save the drama for your grandma. Just <laughs> Drama for grandma. That doesn't even rhyme. Um, so uh, yeah. I traded for <laughs> – so this is the – it's a redraft, <laughs> and I had all tight ends and no running backs, blah, blah, blah. I mm-hmm. traded for Mahomes. I traded for um, Zeke. And uh, it was a huge trade. And remember, the appeal was that I could keep Mahomes right. for a reasonable amount of money. And that was the whole appeal. Well, all of a sudden today, my buddy Steve decides that he's going to to post about um, motivation. In his, so it's a keeper league, three keepers. And so he posts this. Obviously not for this season, but next season. We should change the keeper rules so they don't have to be someone you drafted. You can make them more expensive or something then. For example, currently I have no motivation to do anything this season. If I could, say, trade one of my good players to someone in contention and build for the future, it'd be a reason to participate. And any good players on my team wouldn't just be in limbo for the season. If someone is in contention and needs one of my players, there's absolutely no reason for me to make a trade unless it would hurt Ralph. Because that's his goal, is to make sure he's just messing with me. Really limits the overall strategies and enjoyment of the league. Now remember, you remember, but I'll clarify for everybody else. Please. We have the Des Bryant rule. Yes. Which is you you have to have drafted them and held them all year in order to keep them. Because we had Hans draft, or Hans, I dropped Des Bryant, he was on IR, it's a redraft. He picked him up for a dollar and then kept him next, the next year for $10. And that was a steal <clears throat> at the time. So now all of a sudden, Steve, who doesn't care, except to mess with me because he knows how obsessed I am, decides he's going to have this whole big, you know, thorough opinion. Now, I posted in response to that, I said, I'm going to start with this Steve, the trade machine, I called him. That's my nickname for him, the trade machine. It's sarcastic because he doesn't usually trade. Nobody trades because it's a redraft. I said, if you trade for a player, you can keep them as long as you acquired them from the team that drafted them. For example, I traded for Mahomes and I planned to keep him. Well, now that opened the floodgates because then the response was, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And he he created a poll, which was a whole big thing. But basically, the guy, Woody, who I traded with to acquire Mahomes said, well, I think we should have a league vote on this change. I don't know if I'm against it, but it's huge implications for the following year. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. This is not a brand new thing. This is just, there's no reason why this rule shouldn't be in place. If you trade for a player who was drafted by their original team, why wouldn't keeper rules apply apply to them? And I feel like the conversation has come up at some point. In fact, I know it's come up at some point. If for no other reason I talk to you and I talk to Claire and I talk to Kurt about the fact that I made this trade because I could keep Mahomes. Right. And if I couldn't keep Mahomes, I would, made made the, the, I would not have made the trade. That right. was the appeal. Because I gave up a lot. Although ODV looks like absolute hot garbage, so maybe that wasn't giving up so much. But you see my point. So all of a sudden there's this talk of this being a rule change. And, you know, Woody's... Example was, you know, I drafted Cortland Sutton for a dollar and his value in trade went up massively because someone could keep him for 10, you know, 
And I, and I'm thinking, okay, well, that's, that's fine. Um, so I said, well, hold on. Traded player being kept isn't new. Oh my gosh, I spelled new K-N-E-W. That's embarrassing. Well, whatever. I'm a teacher, but this was after school hours. Who knew? Um, it was talked about at some point our trade would have been lopsided to keep her implications. I only made it because blah, blah, blah. Um, so all of a sudden there's this drama. Now, now it kind of ended with Steve still being butthurt about everything. But Woody basically saying, well, that's fine. I just was bringing it up. And mm. Hans saying, it's okay, buddy. We understand. Well, whatever. Now, you know, if I win another championship, though, it's going to be an asterisk by it. But it's just unnecessary drama. And now I've gone on a tangent. I'm sorry I talked for so long, Dave. Yeah, I think we're all used to it by now. Right? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yes, it's true. So anyway, unnecessary drama in the redraft league. So you destroyed me. I did. Happy day. Uh, all the troubles fly away. Good, uh. good day. Um, good day. What did I say? Happy day. Yeah, Whatever. Nappy yeah. roots. It rhymes with happy. Anyway. Um, and then three points in Emperor. So good job beating me twice. Hopefully we can talk about my wins later, but, um, sure. That's where we're at. Yeah. So let's move on. Happy for you. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Can I talk more about McCaffrey? Yeah, fine. <laughs> Go for it. Um, and interestingly enough, he actually was out of practice today because of his back. Yeah. You know that? No. You know why? Because he had the whole team on his back that game. Oh my gosh! You're the worst. So, I don't. Ron the, Rivera, if you're listening, please, and please. This give is our last episode. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Ron Rivera, please let him rest. He needs it. You know, okay. he's on pace for like 700 touches or something. So, here, here <laughs> listen to this. Okay. Uh, so he's my MVP. Yep. So oh, far. okay. So fantasy MVP. Yeah, fantasy MVP. Through this point in the right. season. So that's right. that's what I'm getting to. Um, he has four games of at least 175 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown in five games. Right? So four of those in five games. That's tied with Jim Brown set back way in 1963. He's now on pace. For 2,771 yards from scrimmage. That's going to blow away the record previously set by CJ2K in 2009. 2,509. Here's one more. <sighs> C-Mac. I call him C-Mac. We have a good vibe. Um, here's another nugget. The Jets, as a whole are averaging 13.5 yards per drive so far this season. Right, and he's averaging... He's averaging 14.2 I saw that today, too. Yards per right, drive. he's averaging more per drive than the entire Jets team. I saw that as well. Yeah. I get it. He's amazing. He is. Blah, 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 blah. Ugh. I was so excited for this beer, best podcast ever, and I'm like angry. I mean, so far it's turning out. Great. Yeah, I mean, I'm making a lot of weird sounds into. And there's more eye rolls. The thing, oh, people could only see them. Um, so clearly, McCaffrey is your. Uh, I'm getting a jersey. MVP. Yeah, understandable. I thought that too, and then I traded him away. Um, you have another MVP. Just say it. Just say it. Well, you I, said it jokingly before, I but did. you know it's true. Disley. I'm I'm a, I'm a Disley guy. Yeah, he's he's amazing. 
He's the best tight end ever. They're they're actually drawing up more plays for him than for Lockett. Oh I mean, God. it's it's amazing. <laughs> Football this weird this this year is just weird. They drafted him to be a blocking tight end. I remember and, because Nick Vanette out of Ohio mm-hmm. State was supposed to be the pass catcher. Right. They've since dumped him off to Pittsburgh because yep. Pittsburgh doesn't have anybody that's alive. And they only need Disley. And they only need Disley. They've realized he's the guy. My current right. MVP. Right. Great. All right, my MVPs. Go for it. <laughs> okay, uh, I've got a couple. First of all, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is everything I hoped he would be. He is basically the example of – he's the opposite of all the wide receiver studs that have busted this year because he is absolutely absorbing every target. I mean, he is a monster. I mean, he is just, oh my goodness gracious. I mean, just gorgeous. And he's got the X's, the X, you know, paint under his eyes and, or crosses, I guess. Um, But even without Breeze, I mean, I was worried about him without Breeze and uh, he's the only guy Teddy's looking at. And it's incredible. Um, Kamara is not the same without Breeze, but anyway, we can get to that. So, so Michael Thomas, he's the guy I expected to be good and I was right. And it feels so good because I pretty much acquired him everywhere. Uh, I gotta say though, DJ shark. So Westeros, our IDP with the 10 offensive, 10 defensive short bench taxi. Um, so I, I, I want to, I want to tell this story because the reason, the reason I'm going to tell this story is because story time, it's story time, All right, story time with Unky Ralph. Um, so, you know, I complain a lot about Austin Eckler, who I hate and John Rouse, a uh, John Rouse, whoa. Bleah. John who's, Ross, who's John Rouse? John, I don't know. I, I don't like him either. John Ross. And Austin Eckler and, you know, guys of this nature who I hate with the fire of a thousand suns because people luck into fantasy points. You know, Justin is in first place in Westeros. Still. Still. Yeah. Um, So the reason I want to bring this up is because DJ Chark is a good example. So, yes, I am in Westeros starting DJ Chark, but I want you to think about how I got there. I had the fourth overall pick in the rookie draft, right? And I had acquired it by trading Zeke. I look at pick number four, and I liked multiple options that I had there. So I go to Bill, and I say, Bill, I will give you four for one, one four for one seven in DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. I targeted a second-year guy who I thought was going to break out. And I moved back in the first round, and I ended up with Miles Sanders, who's the guy I would have taken at 1-4 anyway, and DJ Chark. I mean, that's just dynasty trading 101. That's the way it is, right? But but this is my point. I targeted DJ Chark as a guy I thought would break out, and I went out and got him with a strategic trading move. And look what he is doing. I mean, he, he went absolutely crazy i mean he had eight for 164 and two i mean he was insane Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm that's what i'm talking about this was not me having him at the end of my bench and being forced to start him because my team is so terrible this was i sought him out as a guy i thought would go off and ended up starting him when i had aj green go out and when i had tyree kill go out but i sought him out as a guy who i thought would be that good and sure enough Mm -hmm. He is a baller right now. And so he, I think, has to be my 
my my MVP. I mean, that's the that's. I mean, I have him in some sleeper leagues, but Westeros is the yeah. main league I have him yeah. in. And he has got me. I started zero and two, and now I've won three in a row. I'm three and two, and I feel real good about that team. It's coming together, and Chark is a huge reason. And now, and I've been starting Miles Sanders, who I also acquired in that right. trade. And now that I have gotten through with him, Tyree Kill is going to be coming back. I can put Tyree Kill in my flex. Hopefully, don't have to start Miles Sanders till he gets a bigger target share. So, sure. or uh, you know, carry share. So. I just wanted to tell that story because I'm not just – it's not just about lucking into a player like, oh, Ralph has shark, shark, of course, like he lucked out. Sure. No, I sought him out, and it's different than somebody who just has to start Eckler because they have nobody else. I like it. Um, and then my kind of obvious ones, Mahomes, the first three weeks, helped me dominate. Mm-hmm. The last two weeks, not so much, but he's obviously an MVP. Anywhere you have Mahomes, yeah. he's an MVP. And then Mark Ingram has gotten all the carries I'd hoped he would get, and he's had a couple weeks where he pretty much won for me. Um, so he's he's definitely a fantasy MVP for me as well. But DJ Shark, and you know, Baby Shark song, I can't get it out of my head. It was a qu- trivia question tonight at Sports Page. I just it's stuck in my head at all times. Um, so fantasy MVPs, uh, quarter season surprises dave yeah what are you feeling at this point so we're five so actually if you're talking fantasy season really we're a third of the way through true uh regular season wise so what are your surprises good or bad at this point of the season talking post week five what what are your thoughts Uh, my biggest surprise has been aaron jones Mm. from uh green bay um, it's just amazing. He actually, he's got 200 yard games already. Um, you think of the Packers, you think Aaron Rodgers throwing it everywhere. Um, and he's also already matched his touchdown total from last year. Yet, <laughs> which is crazy. And four of them were against Dallas last week. Yeah. So they now have a viable option, like inside the five, you know, they don't have to throw it every time. They can just pound it with him, which is awesome. Or do you have him anywhere, Aaron I do. Jones? Yeah. Are you worried about Jamal Williams coming back? Because he was out this week, which yeah. helped. But they seem to like playing him when mm-hmm. he's healthy, like getting a kind of a two-headed monster going. I I don't have him in any leagues that are like big money leagues. I've got him in some free leagues. So, okay. you know, playing him is, is okay because I'm not actually depending on him to win anything. He's just been a, a fun surprise. Um, so if Williams comes in... I mean, I don't think Williams is going to last. Well, sure. I no. mean, both of them have their injury they issues. They do. So. Yeah. You know, and one of my one of my quarter third season surprises was kind of I- included that, but it was the amount of two hundred plus yards, three to four touchdown performances, yeah. all purpose yards. Whether it's receivers, you know, McCaffrey, you've got, you know, Chark, you've got. I mean, these guys are. You have mass. I don't remember. A season when this early on there have been this many gigantic performances. Mm-hmm. I mean, Will you've Fuller. got Will Full. Oh gosh, don't get me started. We'll talk about Nuke, but um, you know, Mike Evans had his gigantic performance. I mean, Godwin's had performances. Yeah. I mean, the, the the size of some of these performances is crazy, and I don't remember a time when there were these kinds of performances. I mean, it's it's, it's nuts. So he's definitely included in that, but that was something that jumped out that jumped out at me. Um, 
I was going to comment on the inconsistency of stud early drafted wide receivers Mm -hmm. and stud early drafted quarterbacks. Sure. Um, You know, we're big on dynasty. Baker Mayfield's going like two overall, like two court number two quarterback basically in startup drafts. And I took him there in at least a couple places. He is terrible right now. And under the helmet, I listened to them this morning, and they were talking about, like, Katie Flowers said it was the offensive line. That seems too simple to me. Because I'm watching him play. It is not just the offensive line. He doesn't look like he has any idea what he's doing. He's like Kirk Cousins without the running game. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff has looked bad, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, running game's going, but he's looked bad. I mean, he's been out without Adams. And then the wide receivers, I mean, Nuke looked great week one, since then, terrible. Adams, injured. ODB, terrible. That ties in with the Browns. But, like, the inconsistent, you know, I draft those positions over running backs because they're supposed to be right. safer. And they have not been safer. And it's kind of scary to future drafting where I feel like, is this, you know, I, I don't let it force me into drafting running backs earlier mm-hmm. i feel like fundamentally i know that running backs get injured right they get replaced quicker you know i mean the 2020 draft is going to replace ton of these tons of these guys but it's just a matter of oh my goodness gracious like these guys you're you were supposed to count on i mean world empire at this point the one where one team is eliminated every year i'm the guy that's going to be eliminated my team is terrible and it's odb's fault it's odb and ba- and baker I, I hitched my wagon to them, you did. and they've let me down, and I don't stand a chance. That's it. I'm, I'm the team eliminated, and it's embarrassing because I know what I'm doing. And you, uh, you're laughing. You're laughing, Dave. I'm laughing with you. you're... No, you're not laughing with me. No. I'm angry. I'm okay. I'm half laughing. But um, anyway, so that was, that was huge. Yeah. Uh, what other surprises do you have? One thing I've noticed in watching these games, you know, it, you always know the defense is going to try to go for the ball, right? I've noticed a lot, these defenders, they are punching, they're poking, they're ripping. They are knocking these balls out of these runners' hands at an alarming rate. It's crazy. I mean, you're taught in little leagues in high school, high and tight, baby. Keep it high and tight. Don't have it out here. Don't have it one hand. High and tight. When my boys are walking around the house and they're holding something in their hands, I'll (laughs) knock it out of their hands. Guys, you got to keep it. I'll even tell them high and tight. Tiger Woods Senior. Over I don't here. want my boys fumbling in high school and having fumbling problems in college, and then taking it on to the pros. I don't want them to be known as a fumbler. It, and I, I forget which game it was. This defender came up, had a fist, just came in and just punched the ball out. Well, it was amazing. There were two games that happened, just, and the reason that I know it's two games is because. The first one I heard it in, it I don't remember who it was, but they were going on and on about Peanut Tillman would be proud. Peanut Tillman this, Peanut Tillman that. Sure. Oh, Peanut Tillman should should uh, should should trademark that move, and oh, he be he must be training these guys, blah blah. blah. And then it got to the Monday night game, mm-hmm. and I think it was Monday night, and Booger McFarland does says the exact same thing about the punch and peanut tillman and yeah. how he whatever and he's training people and i'm thinking booger you didn't come up with anything original you literally heard that commented on in a different game it's probably tony romo because tony yeah. romo's the the best he's calling games he should be on monday night football and then booger just he literally had the exact same mm-hmm. call and i'm thinking 
how does Booger have a job? Like, I'd rather have Jason Witten back. And Jason Witten was terrible on Monday Night Football. He was not good. And so I'm just, that's why I rolled my eyes when you said the the punching of the ball and the peanut Tillman and all that stuff. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, all I could think about is Booger stealing someone else's line. And what does he think? That people watching Monday Night Football didn't watch the other games? I'm all riled up, Dave. This is good. I told you it's going to be a good week. Oh, it's going to be a good week. Woo! Oh, man. Okay. Yes. I have one more third quarter season surprise. Sure. Let's hear it. Um, <clears throat> so the Chiefs lose to the Colts. Yeah. And the Pats win again. Mm-hmm. Here's what I find interesting about those two teams. And we'll start with the Chiefs. I watch the Chiefs and I watch Mahomes. And granted, I'm obsessed with Mahomes. I think he's the greatest... I watch him on Instagram, his lovely <laughs> girlfriend, his his pit bulls. Like I'm I'm in. I'm in on Patrick Mahomes, right? <laughs> he's a he's a gorgeous, lovely man. They're they're beautiful. They're gonna make beautiful babies someday. But I watch the Chiefs and I don't understand how they ever lose. Ever. Mm. I don't care how bad their defense is. How do they not do whatever they want? And the Chiefs, you know, he again had three hundred plus passing yards. He had the one pass to Pringle, and that was it for a touchdown. And they didn't even have the running game going. And they end up losing. And so, you know, part of me is thinking, okay, well, this is good because they needed to get the loss. So they know that they need to do more because this is pathetic. And last week, remember I said last week that, you know, they won with only the running game. And that was frustrating. And I didn't like it because they need, I need them to hang on Mahomes. This week they lost. I couldn't believe that. And then I watched the, you know, the Patriots are similar where I'm watching them. Now, granted, they're... Their schedule is, uh, how do they have a schedule so easy? Granted, NFC or AFC East, mm. so they have six games against easy opponents. But you know, you're watching them and you're thinking, how do they ever? How do they ever lose? How do they ever lose? Their defense looks epic. Yep. They run the ball. Brady passes when he needs to pass, and he's the goat. And so it's like, how do they ever lose? You know. And so all I can think about is, oh my goodness, AFC Championship game. It needs to be those two teams, and it needs to be Mahomes taking the next step and knocking them off, and I can't flippin' wait. It's, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. It's because exciting. those two teams, I just, I can't believe the Chiefs lost. I mean, Brichette, Jacoby Brissett, I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. legit, and that defense looks decent, but it's it was still surprising. It was still surprising. So that's my last uh, kind of, at this point in the season, um, noticing. Yeah wondering sure um you know i'm using teacher language now but you know surprise so any disappointments yeah the browns are a disappointment the browns are a shocking disappointment the browns shouldn't be a disappointment when you've been watching them your entire life because this is what the browns do it's a it's as disappointing as the indians who can win 90 games but get beat out for the playoffs by the Twins who get swept. It's like, okay, the Indians were in the World Series three years ago, mm-hmm. and yet they get knocked out by the Twins who can't win a playoff game. It's right. like, this is what Cleveland does. Mm-hmm. And if not for that traitor LeBron James, then ah. we'd still be in that in that hole of, of uh, nothing. Yeah. Um, let's uh let's do okay so we talked about it last week. We're gonna do some uh we're gonna do some uh quick hitters. We're gonna go through every game. We're gonna do a noticing from every game. I like it. And you, you, uh, you know, you d- you decide. How, basically, I can bring up the game, and and uh, you said you prepared this a little bit. So yeah, yeah, I got some um, stuff. So if you want, I can I can bring up a game, and uh, 
you can give your comments and then I'll go if that sounds good to you. Yeah, let's do it. And I, I would like to go in order. When I listen to podcasts who do this and they start in the middle of the Sunday games, it doesn't make sense to me. I want to start with the Thursday game. Sure. Okay. Because that I'm a sequential kind of person. Rams, Seahawks. Quick hitter, initial response. What are you thinking? This was a fun game with the NFC West rivals going at it. Um, Wilson was a beast. Those four touchdown passes. He's insane. Um, and uh, it was just a fun game to watch. I think um, the the two field goals missed by Zerline, by Greg DeLay, were huge. And then that awesome interception by Seattle. I forget the guy's name. Just laid out. Just gets remember. it right. Oh, it I don't was remember. beautiful. I can't remember how much of that game I actually watched. Yeah. So these, these two teams are always fun to watch. Uh, and Gurley had his first fumble in over a year, too. And still getting ba- and still getting yeah. bailed out by touchdowns. I yeah. mean, fifteen for fifty one is pathetic. And I will say, because you had Gurley and going against you with Gurley, the touchdowns the, are bailing me out. The, the touchdown he got, it should have been a delay game. I was yelling at the TV. The clock was at zero. Yeah. It shouldn't have counted. But yeah, I digress. Well, it worked out. Um, and then I, I feel real bad yeah, for you. Dude. Yeah. And then I have a note here that they the next time these two play will be December eighth. Um, so the division will be in the balance, I think there, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a fun game. Oof, man. Um, and, and I'm, and I'm thinking Gerald Everett, goodness gracious, are they going to start using the tight end? Because I've had him before and had to drop him because that, Mm -hmm. that team just doesn't use the tight end. Plus they have Tyler Higby who looks Mm -hmm. good at times, but seven for 136 is no joke. It was awesome. And, uh, the other thing that I wrote down was, um, Carson, 27 for 118. I love that. And then Penny, only six carries for 18. So it seems like Carson has his hold on that job mm-hmm. for now. Like I've said before, everywhere I have Carson, I also have Penny. So and I'm not we, too worried about it. But We talked about that last week, too, yep. if, if it's Carson's job or you know if, if Penny snuck in. But it sure seems like yeah, it's his Carson's job got it. at this point. Mm-hmm. Next game. <laughs> We're going to try to be quick. Uh, Cardinals. Bengals. I'll start this one off. So Kyler rushing all over the place. 10, 93, and yep. 1. That was great. Um, David Johnson seems to be hurt. So Chase Edmonds was the big talk of the waiver wire. but yep. he And he even was the 861 and 1. Was that after David Johnson go, went out or was that in the midst? It must have been after Johnson went out injured. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. But um, DJ was great but got hurt. Uh, Mixon looked good. Mm-hmm. Boyd continues, I mean, 10 for 123 and yeah. 1. I mean, it seems like he'll only get better if A.J. Green comes back, although I heard today that A.J. Green won't be a Bengal again, that they'll trade him once he's healthy. What are your thoughts on this game? Anything I didn't mention? I honestly hope he gets traded. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got him in my in my baby league, and uh, I think he would do good on a contender. And Honestly, you know, I always hear about these sports stars, not to go off on a tangent, but like, especially in the NBA. Yeah, who goes off on a tangent? Like in the Come NBA, on, like Dave. Anthony Davis is the big one. I deserve to be on the championship team. No, you don't. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Anthony Davis. Who's that? He played for the Pelicans. Is that the guy with the unibrow? Yeah, unibrow. Ba- ugh, basketball? Gross. Yeah. So I, I haven't watched basketball since LeBron left the first time, So Dave? it's like all these, okay. all these players, they... they expect to be on a contender. Right. Right? But there's some players that you want to see... When you want to see him on a contender and AJ Green, I mean, he's put he's his a time good dude. In. He's yeah. put his time in absolutely. His old career with the Bengals, he deserves to go. He's to like Larry Fitz. Like exactly. you like seeing him succeed, and it's sad that he seems to always get injured. Mm-hmm. Like when that team's looking good, yeah, yeah, for sure. So in this game, shout out to Kyler for getting his first win. 
the yep. the tie against Detroit, they were also close, but uh, this was their first win. And then Cincinnati is a, just a dumpster fire. Yeah, they are a dumpster it's fire. It's the seventh time they've started 0-5 since 1990. <laughs> and it's the most in the league over that span. And they haven't won a playoff game since 1990. So Cincinnati is a worse place than Cleveland. And I want yeah. you to wrap your brain around that yeah. for no, a second. I, it's true. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray is starting to look like what he was built up mm-hmm. to be, which is which is good. Uh, let's move on. Bills, Titans. You want to start us off? This was not super fun, but what are your thoughts about Bills, Titans? Uh, this was the most boring game all week. Oh, it was bad. Um, yeah. Only thing I – Buffalo's got a great defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about Marietta last week. You know, if, if he was for real, no. Ugh, it looked sad. Came back down to earth. Sure. Um, Henry did a little bit, but yeah. – you know. you know, and Allen had the the two touchdowns. I was hoping they'd go to Knox, but they didn't, which bummed me out. You know, they traded Zay Jones yep, to the Raiders, and so this Duke Williams is now a thing. Yeah, but he's they, not somebody I'd ever be interested in. And they up. love him in Buffalo too. Apparently, I've so, never heard of him. He's a big um, dude. Too. I wrote, "Who is Duke Williams?" Well, he's got a touchdown under his belt. I good for him, I guess. Put him um, in the record books. You know, but the Bills are winning. I mean, Josh Allen is he's there that team is four and one and that mm-hmm. is impressive. Um I did like Janu Smith had a sighting, one catch for fifty seven yards. <laughs> I like that because I've been a big Janu Smith guy. It's a and, great average too. You know, and right. And uh, you know, Delaney Walker is still kicking around and so Janu is gonna have to bide his time. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game was a weird one. Bears Raiders. So this was in London. <laughs> it got carried away. So you're thinking Bears are gonna blow the Raiders out, and it ended up being Raider heavy, right? Yeah. Um, it was weird. So you had Chase Daniel looking competent. You know, A Rob looking like a number one receiver. Finally. Yeah, seven for ninety seven and two. You yeah. know, I've considered acquiring him in places. Not haven't really done it i mean in frozen my fiance is the one who owns him and i feel weird about making offers to her because i don't know how that's going to be perceived and she doesn't do the kind of research that i do um you know david montgomery 11 runs for 25 yards and he was bailed out by a touchdown he's just he's not startable right now and it it makes me sad because i want to be able to start him i mean in frozen i you know mclaurin i'm putting back in this week i mean he's he even well we'll get to him but yeah, it's just kind of a bummer. And then um, Josh Jacobs looked like a beast. Yeah. And I've got a trade involving him that Ooh. I didn't end up on the good side of a trade. Yeah. I, I, I typically pride myself on trades, but I've got a sleeper trade where I really uh, gave up All too right. much. And Jacobs was one of them. So 26, 123, and 2. So it was, a, it, was a weird, it was a weird game. The Raiders coming out on top is, is bizarre. Um, and you can't blame Trubisky for that one. Mm. No. And I've got a a case of any given Sunday, right? So Oakland beat Chicago in London. Okay? Right. Yep. Minnesota beat Oakland earlier this year and Chicago beat Minnesota. So transitive property. Right. So everyone's beating everybody. Somebody's better than yeah, my brain already hurts. Yeah. But that's not. I love how that happens. Yeah. It's yeah. great. I know. It's crazy. You can't predict anything no. ever. No. I know. It's crazy. And I still think this game was a one-off. I Nine times out of ten, Chicago wins this game. Right, exactly. Could have been London. And know. the Raiders, I just don't understand. I mean, the Raiders just, they're they are so strange. Like, yeah. it just feels like, 
they're just never, it just feels like they're never ready to play. And yet here we are, they come out with a win and I just don't, I don't get it. Like Gruden is just so weird. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't understand. But Jacobs is definitely the real deal. Um, he is. They got to build it around him. Yeah. Sure. But you know, by the time he's retiring, they'll have wasted all of his good years. And that's, that's the way they're going to be. Going to Vegas though. That's true. Big, big, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everything's something. I don't know. Vegas. There's a quote about Vegas. I've never been there. Uh, Buccaneers Saints. You want to start us off? Touchdown, <laughs> Teddy. Oh, yeah. I love it. God. This game was the best. Uh, it, just him picking oh. apart that defense. Oh. Um, we already mentioned Thomas. He had 11 receptions. Oh. Look at him. Oh. Every chance Hold he on. Got. I need a break. Okay. You keep, walk, walk you keep talking. I'll keep going. Um, There's a bug on me. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And then we also talked about... Sorry, keep going. We talked about There's Kamara. There's a bug on my floor, Dave. We talked about Kamara with his production hurting without Breeze. Um, it sucks he's no longer guaranteed to get 20 points uh, a week. Uh, with Breeze, you know he'd always get 20 points. Who are we talking about? I got distracted. Kamara. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not a guaranteed stud anymore. Dave, is that a cockroach? No. Okay, it's just a beetle? Yeah. All right, because if I have a cockroach, I'm going to have to move. All right, continue. No, you're safe. It's Sorry, a, it's I'm just ready. a beetle. All right. Um, and you want to talk about stud-wide receivers not doing anything? How about Mike Evans? Three targets, no reception. Yeah, so what's it. what's his deal? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I don't know if him and Winston are having a spat, because it didn't look like they were double-teaming him. He just wasn't looking. As I way. mean, Godwin just is. I mean, I I predicted Godwin was in the was in the right position mm-hmm. for that team. He's not getting the top coverage. He's in the slot the majority of the time. And I was absolutely. I mean, oh my goodness, Chris Godwin. Oh boy, he is he is clearly. I mean, he is ascending. He's not as pretty as Hopkins, mm-hmm. but his play is as pretty as Hopkins. Yeah. Um, he's, and he's it, fluid. Oh my goodness gracious! I mean, and then OJ <clears throat> Howard. I mean, is he droppable? Is he yes, droppable? He is. Is he droppable in Dynasty? No, he's not droppable in Dynasty. But, like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. Because I hitched my wagon to O.J. Howard in multiple places, including the World League, where I'm going to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. So what do, I, what do I do? I'm in the same boat. I have no oh, idea. I hate him. It's hard because I don't, I just, I don't, I don't get it. He is a man amongst boys. Yeah. And yet, he's just nothing. And, I, and Bra- Brait's getting some play, too. It's like, just throw it. Uh, I know. But one uh, one nugget from this game. So we had Bridgewater, Taysom Hill, and Kamara all had um, completions of at least 13 yards in this game. <laughs> that was a lot of fun to see. That's pretty fun. Taysom yeah. Hill's just, he's fun to watch. Yeah, he he's super fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah. All right, next game is your Vikings versus the Giants. Um <laughs> Uh, I was watching this game at uh, Joe Sensors because we watched uh, we watched Zach run his marathon Sunday morning, okay. and so when we were done with that, we were very hungry, and so sure. uh, Claire and my, our neighbor and I went to went to Sensors. The game was on, and by then it was decided. But um, boy, Delvin Cook just continues to just look like a monster. However, I wonder. Well, Thielen was was absorbing targets, but I wonder what's wrong with Diggs. Is he going to get traded? I mean, I've heard he's on the trade block. I, why would they trade him? They, they're not going to trade him. It makes zero sense right. to trade him with the receivers they have behind Thielen. 
I mean, if they trade him, they got to get a wide receiver back. Right. Uh, because they've got BC Johnson, they've got Treadwell. I mean, there's no way. Is Treadwell still on the Vikings? Yeah, they resigned him. Goodness gracious. Yeah. They Why? <laughs> Why? Well, because uh, they just need BB somebody. They need a on the IR. They, okay. I mean, oh, they, that's right, Chad. Yeah, they had to okay. pick somebody up. All right. But, I mean, Dalvin Cook, if he stays healthy, he's going to be a problem for all these teams. And if he doesn't stay healthy, Madison is going to be the same problem. It doesn't it's, even matter. It's, it's an a, embarrassment of riches. It's a great problem. And Mike Boone? Hello? Yeah. Boone! Oh, Mike Boone is so hot. So we talked last week, right? Mm-hmm. I said if they find a good balance, they're going to win. What do they do in this game? It was a great balance. Yeah, they kept it as mu- they kept it yeah. out of Kirk Cousins' hands as much as they possibly could. Yep. And even when he threw it, uh, granted it was against a Giants defense. Yeah, true. Um, but the formula for winning in the NFL, run the ball, control the clock, yep. lock down defense. Yep. And if they keep doing this... I'm going to be a very happy Vikings fan. <laughs> if they try to deviate at all, if they try to get too cute with stuff, like the end of the Green Bay game, um, I'm not going to be happy. But this this was the this is the recipe. This is the game plan that they have to adhere to. Yeah, it's true. And uh, Thielen's a great player for how they want to run things, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, the Giants moving forward, you know, Shepard is going to be out for a while. Ingram might not play this week. Yep. Slayton looked good. I'm excited about Slayton because I acquired him in Frozen um, when uh, when Coleman and, and, and um, Shepard originally went out. So I'm excited to see he's doing well. But... The Giants are going to be rough moving forward. And Gallman's believe... out. They've got the rookie yep. yep. Yep, exactly. So they got Hilleman. Hillman. I saw yeah. I saw the name on the back of the jersey. I thought it was Roddy Hillman. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know he was still alive. But uh, they've got the Patriots this week. So <laughs> good luck, Daniel Jones. Um, next game, Jets-Eagles. Uh, is this one on you? I, I mean, I can I don't have much to say about this. Well, I'll start us off then. It's yeah. not a fun one. The Jets are just bad all around. I, I put in Robbie Anderson in at least two places, and mm-hmm. he dropped a ball. I just I thought he would get a chance. The Eagles secondary is kind of lame. You know, um, Howard looks like a bell cow all of a sudden. It's Sanders is starting to be an afterthought, mm-hmm. which is frustrating because I'm really counting on Sanders. But Howard has like four touchdowns in two games. Um, Ertz was fine, five for fifty-seven and one, and mm-hmm. I'm counting on him. But generally speaking, anytime the Jets are playing, it's bad. Yeah. So, anything else you want to add to that? I would say any defense would have looked great against this Jets offense. Um, and Mr. Mono, the the kissing the kissing bandit is yeah, going to be back. He's so back. Darnold that, be back. Yeah. So that should be a little better because yeah. third string, you never you're never good on a third string yeah. quarterback. And so. I will say Philly, they are the best team in the, in the NFC East. Um, but that's really not saying much. <laughs> Dallas can't beat any good teams. Right. So I'm going to say right now Philly is the best team, and Philly is going to be marching into Minnesota this week. So it's going to be a fun game. I will not be starting Miles Sanders Don't. this weekend. Don't do by it. By the way, in case anybody was keeping track at home. Uh, Ravens-Steelers. So Lamar Jackson, three interceptions. You know, he's starting to come back to earth as they play against some better competition, which – you know, that's fine. He's still running all over the place, but, um, you know, looking much more normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ingram, 19 rushes for only 44 yards, but he had a touchdown, mm-hmm. bailed him Save out. I, I like the fact he's getting the touches. Yep. The yards will come because that offense wants to run the ball, so I'm not super worried about it. Uh, Lamar loves those tight ends. Andrews and Hurst both had a lot of, a lot of targets. On the Steelers' side... 
Rudolph. Man. That was brutal. I watched it happen live. It was scary. And the worst part was just seeing the reactions from everybody on the field. I mean, Juju got emotional. Um, it's I mean, not hard I to figure out what was going on. I mean, I even got a little emotional. Right. See, I, I thought he was out. I and mean, here he has his chance, and to pretend that oh, happens is just so God. sad. So, yeah. And then the worst part was the cart malfunctioned, so they had to walk him off. They had to push the cart off. And they're walking him off, and they had to take off his... Face mask. They had yeah. to take off his face mask, and mm-hmm. so that looks weird already. And yep. then he's walking while they take... It's just... It was bad. It was yeah. a bad thing. Um, but then in comes Devlin Hodges. Yeah. Who the heck is that? Out of Samson. Okay, and he's starting this week, right? He has to. Yeah, yeah. he has to. Um, <clears throat> I just, oh man, I would love your opinion later on what to do with all my Juju shares because I don't know what kind of a player I should bench him for because <sighs> I just, it just feels like, oh my goodness, I don't even know what to do. We can't get into that now. We're doing quick hitters. Yeah. But oh my goodness. But the gracious. last thing, uh, Tomlin at overtime deciding to kick off instead of receiving. Yeah, well, like, and now it worked. No, it didn't work. It didn't work. The Ravens won. Yeah. But yeah, what was that? I, I don't get it. I have no idea. Was it a brain hiccup? Was it like Kirk Cousins when he knelt instead of spiking the ball? I don't know if he didn't trust his, his quarterback or it's his weird. offense. I, it's weird. I have no idea. Maybe they're hoping for another Jackson INT. I have no idea. Super that, weird. Yeah. Um, Connor, 14-55-1. and one. So yeah. again, he was bailed out by a touchdown. Barely. But Samuels is going to be out at least this week. So that'll mm-hmm. help him. Um you know, Juju is. I'm. I'm kind of just thinking, is Juju a sell at this point? Because you know he had seven seventy five and one. Like he's still getting targets, but it's just not the same as when Ben was in there. And yeah. so I'm relying on him in some important places, sure. and I don't know what to do. <clears throat> uh, next game: Patriots, Redskins. Dave, your thoughts. So the the Redskins were up early in this game, which was yeah, it was closer than it should have been. Oh. Um, and I just want to say, I love the Patriots. I am a Vikings fan, but Bill Belichick, I still. the Since 2002, the Patriots are 55-14 and 14 against NFC teams. I yeah. want to, how can, I, I want to dislike the Patriots. I want to dislike Tom Brady. I want to dislike Belichick. I can't do it. No. Honestly, I like, I'm okay with them winning all the time. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It's it's like they're just they're so good. They do it the right way. I mean, Brady, there is literally nothing to dislike about Brady no. other than the fact he went to Michigan, which right. is just a trash, like garbage, trash dump of a school. And they've got a, a, a rough He up, barely played there. Right. They have a roughed up <laughs> O line. They you know, right. it doesn't matter who they have playing, they all play they they call it the Patriot way. That's how they do it. It's their defense. And their defense, the defense too. Awesome. Like they're never they never have the you know, they don't have the superstars on defense, yeah. but they, they craft together this dominant defense. I mean, although their secondary is really good right now. I mean, yeah. you know, because I you do. start all of them yep. in IDP. Um and Washington, they've got no run game, and I think that they've actually surpassed Miami as the worst team. Miami's actually trying. Oh, Washington man. is is just terrible. No well, defense. Now they have no head coach. Losing Keenum was what did it for the Washington. Yeah. I mean, because but even with Keenum, Haskins just isn't ready, and Colt McCoy is Colt McCoy, and so you know Keenum was Keenum looked okay. He was yeah. fine, whatever. Um, but you know, it as far as the Patriots go, they have so many 
they have so many matchups where they're winning by like a lot. Right. So Michelle still got his opportunity, 1691 and one. <clears throat> yep. Uh, White had 72 total yards. James White had 72 total yards. So, like, even in a bad matchup, he had his Mm -hmm. opportunities. Edelman had a big game, although he was banged up. Is he going to miss? I hope not. I mean, just one more reason why world I'm going to get knocked out because he's, like, somebody I'm counting on. Um, One thing I'll say, and I heard this today, so McLaurin, so... So Colt McCoy, his average depth of target is, like, six yards. Mm -hmm. It's, like, pathetically low. But... Uh, Terry McLaurin's depth of target was significantly higher, so he's still getting a decent depth of target, mm-hmm. even with Colt McCoy. And he had three for 51, which, first game with Colt McCoy against the Patriots, I am not mad at three for 51. Sure. Because I need to start Terry McLaurin this week, mm-hmm. and I'm not discouraged by that. I feel like that's good. Yep. Um, yeah. One more thing on Brady. Yep. Being amazing as he is. In this game, he uh, passed Favre. Um, for third overall in career yards. Wow. Yep, so he's only behind yeah. Manning and Breeze. Goodness gracious. It's amazing. Oh, and Breeze, I'm so excited for him to be back and to be on my first And team. I do believe at this game there were more Patriots fans than Redskins fans. Yeah, there was another yeah. game that was similar to that, like, where it's I, where you like are looking at the crowd and you can't believe that was fun that to watch. that's how it is. Uh, Jags-Panthers is next. So... Uh, I think this is me starting off. So Chark, obviously, incredible. <clears throat> Minshew continues to look good. Yeah, He's running the ball, 7 for 42, so that's also nice. So he's he's throwing the ball, he's running the ball. Like, that's pretty awesome. Um, leaning on Fournette is also good. If you, re- I mean, I don't have Fournette anywhere, but 23 for 108 and, and 1, that's mm-hmm. what you'd expect to see there. Right. Um, a D.D. Westbrook sighting. A lot of people were thinking he was going to be for the breakout instead of Chark, and it turns out... You know, seven for eighty-two. Like most people would would take that. How many years are we going to say Westbrook's going to break out? Well, I it's mean, been happening for like the last two, three years. It's not as much as uh, you know Devontae Parker. Sure. I mean, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna rank it, but um, and then CMC was you know incredible. I yeah. don't even want to talk about him. You don't but, have to. But uh, you know, then the receivers for the for the. Uh, for the Panthers are interesting though because you know I've got DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel in multiple places right. various and I've actually got both of them in the Vampire League mm-hmm. and I basically need to start both in a, in in certain situations so in this game DJ Moore had a solid game Curtis Samuel didn't so it's hard to predict which one right. it's kind of like you just you you play them and you just hope that they get the whatever because <clears throat> Kyle Allen seems like he chucks the ball a good amount mm. but I mean in this game uh, CMC just had so many touches that nobody else had a chance to do anything, which is just, you know, the way it is. But anything else about this one? Yeah, I mean, it was the battle of backup rookie quarterbacks, you know, yeah. with Minshew and Allen. And both of them are making a pretty good case for keeping their jobs once the incumbents are, are healthy. I don't know Foles how you can – I mean, I can understand Cam Newton coming back in. I don't know how you put – Nick Foles in over Minshew. That's the one I don't get. Like, I can understand Cam Newton automatically getting his job back. Okay. But Minshew compared to Foles, I, I don't know how you bench Minshew. But, I mean, from a owner perspective, you're paying Foles all this money to be a backup. What do you do? Do you cut him? You're going to have, how much is he guaranteed? 
Not as well, much as Cousins. Problem but number one is you lot. you paid a quarterback that isn't worth that money. I mean that's right. that's every team being so desperate for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And this is why you shouldn't pay a quarterback who doesn't deserve it. Because look, you got Minshew coming in looking amazing. Yeah. If you had never paid Nick Foles and just tried Minshew, you could have saved all that money and put it elsewhere. But I mean that's easy for me to say. Sure. Uh <laughs> Falcons, Texans. You want to start us off here? So Ugh. I have this is a price Falcons, that you pay for Texans. drafting Hopkins so high or for trading for him. Um <laughs> the, these defenses are are planning for him. I mean, they come up with game plans just to stop him, and that leaves Fuller to go nuts. Three touchdowns, career high in yards. Um, I hate Will Fuller, by the I, way. I hate him, too. He's the worst, and here he is acting like he's Superman. And again, I hate it. Mm-hmm. It's like some it, somebody lucks out. You know, they have Will Fuller. They start him because they don't have any better options. He's just a product of the defense's game plan. Yep. Uh, Atlanta doesn't have much of a defense. Oh, to start Atlanta's with. defense is terrible. Um, two years in a row, they've just lost everybody that matters. Yeah. Yeah. But, Keanu Neal, tw- two years in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. Oof. Mm. He's a beautiful man. Mm. Just amazing. So get this. You ready for this nugget I found? You probably saw it too, but he of was course the first player in NFL history to throw for at least 400 yards and five touchdowns with five incompletions or fewer in a game. That's quite a stat. Think about that stat. I can't think about it. I don't even remember what you just said. It's 400 yards, okay. five touchdowns yep. in one Hold game. Hold on. I need my calculator. With less than five incompletions. Okay. It's beautiful. That's quite a lot. Oh my gosh! It's I have here. It's like playing Madden on rookie level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't want to talk about Madden because la- well, anyway, this is a tangent. Speaking so of a tangent, he's playing chess when everyone else is playing checkers. Is well, now right? you're quoting Big Brother because okay. that was that was uh, Jackson well, Mickey this this season on Big Brother. But, um, yeah, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I was playing Madden last night. I wanted a little bit of a you know, I got home. I watched one of my students play football at at uh, at Phelps, and it was you know it was awesome. They they lost, but he played well. He's the quarterback, and he was excited that I went. And I came home, and I was going to play a game of Madden, and I'm in the divisional playoff Browns yeah. against the Colts. I couldn't stop the Colts. Halfway through the game, I changed the difficulty to rookie, and I still lost. I was so angry, I almost threw my controller. Anyway, um, but I want to get back to quick to the to the Texans. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Freeman has been bad and I and I for for Atlanta and I I like that he's bad only because I wasn't buying in when right. everybody's talking about Devontae Freeman being back. And so I'm glad that that was right. You know, Ridley 5 for 88 and 1, so that's nice because like I've said, I've suggested him to some people I help with their teams, and so it's nice when he's good. Julio, 3 for 42. Like it's weird when he doesn't get targets because I feel like he is a man amongst boys, so that's strange when he doesn't get the targets. But the, my favorite thing I wanted to mention was I had two great quotes from Kurt that he texted me on game day this weekend. Let's hear it. And so the first quote was, uh, what if I told you that Deshaun Watson had five passing TDs and none of them went to nuke? <laughs> what would your response be? And my response was, Yeah. I know yeah. I'm living it because yeah. he has nuke and frozen, okay. which is like right. a whole big, it's a very serious thing. So that was my first, uh, uh, Kurt quote of the, cause I get some great texts where it's like, can you believe this is happening? And so that's my first one I'll share. And then I'll share the other one later. Next game, Broncos 
Chargers. Oh. So the running backs for the Broncos basically got even work, but Lindsey is still outperforming. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing that Royce Freeman is going to get more is going to is going to get more opportunity, but it just seems like Lindsey's the guy yes. and even though they keep getting equal opportunity. Um Cortland Sutton 4 for 91 92 and 1. Now he is clearly breaking out. I cut bait on him in any place I could and yeah. got more established guys. Um, I just, I wasn't buying it. Like right. he's, he, I saw the, I saw the glim, the glimmer. And then I just, I, I cut bait. Um, but like, good for him. Like, that's great. Um, Gore. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Gordon was back. Yep. Woohoo. Austin. Eckler. He had like 50 targets 15 in catches. Yeah. 15 catches. I hate Austin Eckler. I wish he would just go leave us alone, right? 15 catches. So if you have him, I mean, we said Justine is in first place yeah. in Westeros. That's why. Because she has Austin Eckler. Because she sought him out in a very specific strategic way. No, she. that's who she has to start because she yeah. doesn't have anybody better. Yeah. Chargers, they're the most disappointing team for me by and she far. She has McCaffrey too, but yeah. Um, I mean, they've got yeah, such sh- a good team on paper. Yeah, what are they doing every it's year like, though? Every year they'll lose like games by like three, four, or five points. Keenan Allen is not getting the targets he should, <sighs> so he's disappointing. You know, he's another top wide receiver. Yep. Who's not getting what they should. Yeah. And then Mike Williams has his bad back. Every time he caught the ball, he'd go to the ground. He'd stay there for like minutes. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, he, if you ugh. looked at stat lines, you'd think he wasn't even playing. And in a lot of these sleeper leagues, like I'd take him round, you know, round five, yeah. round six. And like I need, I'm starting him and he's just not doing anything. It's, it's ridiculous. And I, I'm pretty sure I, they're going to lean more on Gordon. I mean, it was his first game back. He's got to get with the flow. He will. So he will. it's going to even out. There'll be less Eckler. There'll be more Gordon. And um, another thing I saw that this was the first time in 56 games the Chargers failed to score an offensive touchdown. Oh, my goodness gracious. And it was a Broncos, the Broncos' 500th win as a franchise. So congratulations. You know, guys. and the Broncos, they lost Bradley Chubb for the season. He's on IR. Yeah. So to think that they are being able to stop a running attack like the Chargers without Bradley Chubb is, is something as well. Mm-hmm. Um, next matchup, we're going to talk about Packers. Well, we're going to talk about Aaron Jones versus <laughs> the Cowboys. All right, Packers, Cowboys. So, Dave, Aaron Jones was insane. Yes, we've and touched on that. Yeah, and I was saying to you earlier that, you know, the fantasy gods are an interesting thing because I – only started him in the league that I'm trying to repeat as Emperor, mm-hmm. cha- you know, Empire Champion. I only started him because Saquon Barkley is out. And the only reason that he went off like he did probably is because Jamal Williams is out. So things going differently, he would have been sitting on my right. bench. And it's incredible that it worked out that way because he basically gave me the win. I played against Dalvin and the Chipmunks this mm-hmm. week. And, you I know, that, that was a that was a team that I that I was lucky to win. So Aaron Jones, incredible. 19 for 107 and four plus seven for 75 in the air. Mm. Um, Dak Prescott, you know, he ended up with good fantasy numbers, but he really had a, had a bad game. Um, and their matchups early when he looks so good, were really easier matchups. So it's right. going to be interesting to see moving forward as they have better matchups, how that, 
how that actually pans out. You know, Zeke had an okay okay game with a touchdown. Cooper was huge. He had another he had one of those yeah. two hundred yard matchups that we were talking about. I think about. that was a career best too for him. Right. And then how about Michael Gallup? Because I never thought much about him, but he seems like he is absolutely breaking out and I'm wondering if maybe I missed the boat. What do you think about what do you think about Gallup? He's on pace for a thousand yards this year. Mm-hmm. I mean he's he's everything that they hoped he would be when they right. drafted him. Uh, I have a couple shares of him, which is awesome. Okay. Um, I don't think I have him anywhere, like nowhere. Yeah, but even it, in sleep, him and uh, Cooper are a great one-two punch. They are. It, they're going to be fun to watch. It always helps. I mean, it's kind of Godwin. It's like it yeah. helps that second guy when the first guy takes a lot of coverage. So, the yeah. first thing I, I have here is Dak should have taken that offer for thirty mil a year. <laughs> yep. He should have done that before the schedule got rough for them boys. Yeah. So he doesn't have his long-term deal yet. No, he hasn't. Oh yet. boy, yeah. And every game he's got to pick it up. Then every game they lose against a good team is is hurting his case more and more. He, God, I don't know what he was thinking. And I feel like I saw an image of Kellen Moore looking like a like a scared child, and then Jerry Jones looking like a scary grandpa, like in the same image. So I don't know if there's some drama going on where it's like, what's Kellen Moore doing? Bah, you oh. know. But I I didn't actually read it. I just remember seeing it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Colts Chiefs. So uh, we already talked about Mahomes. Like right. he just, I don't know. They didn't have a running game. He threw a little bit. That you know, that pass to Pringle. He he scrambled all over that the was, place. It was beautiful. And ended up creating that out of nothing. And Pringle came back to the ball right at the goal line. And it was beautiful. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. And nothing else happened for them. And I just. How do you even know? And then, you know, Pringle, like, I, I don't know if I successfully got Pringle in in uh, Westeros or not. I put in a bid for him. Okay. Or not Westeros, in, uh, in Frozen because yeah. it's so deep because he was available. I don't know if I got him. But, you know, how do you predict? Because, you know, until Tyree kills back, you've got Pringle, you've got Hardman, you've mm-hmm. got, you know, Watkins has been hurt. Right. And so how do you predict what's going to happen? You don't really. Um, and then as far as the Colts go, I mean, Ebron is absolutely droppable. He just is nothing. He's absolutely nothing. And I only have him in a sleeper league where I took over an orphan and he had already been drafted. Yeah. So I've been trying to trade him, trying to trade him literally since I took the team over. Doesn't work. Well, now you see why. Um, I picked up Hines in, against you in the uh, high school redraft league because I'm thinking... How'd that work for you? Well, my thought process was, okay, that defense is worse against true runners. But then I thought the Chiefs would put up so many points that the Colts would be trying to catch up and their pass catching back would be in there. Well, he ended up not doing much. So that was a, a total uh, a total bust. And then Mac looked great again. He's somebody I continue to miss on because I never have Mac anywhere. Um, anything else Colts-Chiefs that you... Uh, yeah, so I, I was just curious. Did uh, the Colts just provide the defensive blueprint to for other teams to beat Kansas City or... Was it just that Kansas City had uh, a beat of offense? Um, you know, Hill's out, Watkins left. Um, so, I mean, was it a product of one or the other? What do you, what do you I think? I mean, the Colts, they have a defense that has some pieces. I mean, Leonard is a great linebacker. You know, they've got Hooker as a safety. They've got yep. Kenny Moore as a cornerback. Like, those are some good pieces i feel like they've got some guys marcus hunt i think on the defensive line like they've got some guys that are some nice pieces but you don't think of that defense as being <clears throat> solid but they clearly had the strategy to go yeah. against the chiefs but and i but i wonder if the chiefs are just 
past the point of being able to overcome missing some of these guys. Like yeah. Tyreek Hill, they need him back. Yes. Sammy Watkins is never going to come back because his bones are made of glass. <laughs> but like they need Hill back, and I'm hoping he's back this week. I mean, it helped that they Indy ran the ball so well um, with Mac. I mean that, and then the defense came up with stops when they need to. So that another you know formula that you need to win. And really, the Chiefs' running defense is really what it comes down to mm-hmm. because the Chiefs' defense against the run is absolutely terrible. I mean, Mark Ingram has destroyed them. Now Mac destroys them. Yep. I mean, they can't stop the run. And you would think the Chiefs would put up enough points where the other team wouldn't be running the ball, but it hasn't ended up that yeah. way, and that's what really ends up happening. So. But Our, I think yeah. I think the Chiefs bounce back totally. I hope so. Um, yeah, but I mean, Indy. One thing about them is they have had two back to back amazing drafts. True. Um, they, yeah, they draft well. They're drafting so well. They're doing since really Philip Dorsett in the first round when they needed so many other pieces. Uh-huh. That was the last bad moment yeah. I can picture. Since then, they've had a lot yeah, of yeah. It's been great really to watch. Um, all right, last game Monday night. Okay. <sighs> The Browns are just, they're awful. Now, I already mentioned that, you know, Katie Flowers said it was just the offensive line. It seems like too much. Mm-hmm. Like, Baker was awful. ODB was awful. Chubb managed to scrape together like 80 yards, but I don't know how because that was just, that game was out of hand right off the bat. I mean, the first play from, and the defense, I mean, I counted on the Browns' defense in a lot of places. Yeah. Because they've got, I mean, their corners are injured, obviously, but they've got good safeties. Their linebackers are sick. Their defensive line is real sick. And yet they have Brita on the first play from scrimmage with an 80-something yard touchdown. And he looked like a man amongst boys. Just absolutely ran over everybody. And I don't, oh my goodness, I don't get it. And then Coleman had 16 for 97 and 1. Goodness gracious. Just running all over the place. Running all over the place. So, you know, can Chubb keep that up with the offense being that bad? Can he keep up what he's doing? I don't think so. He's also, you know, if he doesn't keep it up, whether it's his fault or not, you know, Kareem Hunt's going to be coming back in and he's going to get chances. So if only, so if only I could pick up, I mean, I would pick up, if I could pick up Nick Chubb for a discount right now, I would. Now in Frozen is the main place I'd want him, and Kurt's right. not giving him up because he's too smart for that. But, you know, it's just ridiculous. And then, you know, Kittle had a good game, but like we said, I have him in standard against you, and it just wasn't enough. The other thing I'll say about standard is he had a rush for 18 yards, but that is point. a no-decimal-point scoring yep. league, which means it's not 1.8 points for that 18-yard rush. It's one point. So it's one point. And because he's a tight end, and that's his only going to be his only rush for the game, he's not getting over that hump. He's not getting past the two point mark. I just those eight yards he got off in the Kaiser Soze off in the wind for me, you know, which is frustrating. <laughs> like Kaiser Soze, great usual suspect. Thank you, that I appreciate awesome. that. I was pretty proud of that. I didn't even plan that. I just it came to me. Kaiser Soze. <laughs> <laughs> The greatest trick the devil ever pulled oh, was convincing the world it didn't exist. Um, like orca fat. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Gazoom tight. Um, okay, so that's the that's the end of our that's the end of our, uh, our quick hitters for the games. Man. So now let's get into some of these matchups. So yeah. in our you know our our favorite <laughs> leagues, and then we're gonna end today 
with some trades. Uh, we have some ridiculous trade offers we've received, but I also made some great trades okay. in some sleeper leagues this week, specifically in leagues where I'm trying to blow it up. And I, I, I don't do that often. But I'm blowing up some leagues, and and it's fun. It's fun where it your is. goal is to acquire youth and first round picks. It's fun. It's a lot, you of know, fun, yeah. because you it's just nothing but, you know, butterflies and rainbows and roses like off in the distance because you think things are you know, you get me. Okay, so <laughs> so let's start with Westeros. It's mm-hmm. our IDP: ten offensive starters, ten defensive starters, twelve man bench, five man taxi squad. Now I started off oh I'll start I'll talk about my team first. I started off O and two. I'm on a three game winning streak. So nice. I'm now three and two mm-hmm. and I'm in fourth place. So my highlights this week, so you know, Mason Rudolph for nine points before he got knocked out. Ingram 17, Chris Carson 26, DJ Chark 35, DeAndre Hopkins 14, Michael Thomas 39. That helps. Yeah. Evan Ingram, 11. Miles Sanders, 13. Rivers, 6. So basically my quarterbacks were rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense, Aaron Donald, 7. Dante Fowler, 8. Devin Bush, 21. Joe Schobert, 25. Jordan Hicks, 14. Kind of low for my for my uh, linebackers. Kenny Clark, 0.5, which is bad, but defensive tackles, mm-hmm. tough. Kenny Clark's <clears throat> usually pretty consistent. Marshawn Lattimore, 12.5. Von Bell, 10.5. Jesse Bates, 7.5. Malcolm Jenkins, nine and a half. Robbie Gould, one point. So here's what I want to say about this. I was going against Aaron. Yep. I've mentioned before that Aaron's oldest uh, oldest child, his daughter, was in my class for two years. She's in high school now. And so that's why he's in this league with us. I invited him. Now, he had Russell Wilson, Fournette. He had Woods. He had Allen Robinson. He had Tyler Lockett. Like, he's got some good players. He's got Joey Bosa, who we talked about um because i benched nick bosa mm-hmm. and i really if i'd started him it would have been a lot easier he had a huge game but how i just said to him as we were texting about this game how great would it be if i could start both bosa brothers you know what his response was great what would it take to acquire nick bosa i said <laughs> that's funny aaron um because i'll never trade a bosa so uh what's funny is i'm watching this game and i had robbie gould and i had uh, Joe Schobert, the linebacker for the Browns. And I needed to make up 15 points, maybe, yeah. something like that. And Robbie Gould missed three field goals. It looked like Aaron was paying him to, like, <laughs> mess up my squad. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, at a point, I had negative two points. Yeah. Now, Joe Schobert ended up getting enough tackles. I mean, he ended up with enough tackles to to make it up for me. But it was close, and it was really close based on the kicker right. because Robbie Gould, having a kicker and a linebacker on Monday night should have guaranteed me the win because he had nobody left. So I ended up winning. I ended up winning by 10 points, 289 to 279, but it was close. It was scary close due to a kicker, and I love kickers. Of course. I feel kickers should be in fantasy football. I love picking kickers. I'm very strategic about kickers. I had to drop Eldrick Rosas, who actually I played instead of Robbie Gould on his bye week um, because he had an early bye week, but now I can stick with Robbie Gould, you know, for the remainder of whatever. Um so it was a good week for me, but uh, it was close to not ending up that way. How did your Westeros week end up? I went up against Danny, right? And Danny um, and Danny was four and zero at the point at that time. Or no, was he, he? he beat me. 
He was three and one. He was three and one, yep. but he beat you this yep. week. Okay. So I lost by fifteen, and the difference maker was his quarterbacks. Okay. Um, he had Matt Ryan to my Mahomes. Okay. Ryan had thirty two, Mahomes had nineteen. Okay. He also had Watson, um, to my Prescott. So the difference was right there. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was pretty even. You know, I had uh, Mac Henry going. He had uh, Gus Edwards and uh, Elliott. Okay. Uh, well, I actually had, had him beat there, but. Um, and I had Cooper, you know, doubling up with Dak and Cooper is a, a pretty good tandem to have, but I couldn't overcome his, uh, his quarterback play. Um, Demario Davis had 25 at linebacker, which was pretty darn good game. Um, I did leave, uh, Ngaku. Who? Ngaku. Huh? For uh, Jacksonville. Oh. Ngaku. <laughs> I still don't know who you're talking about, but it's quite a name. He had 23 and a half points on my bench. Okay. All right. Uh, and then, That's something. Yeah. So um, I've uh, gone uh, lose, win, lose, win, lose in this league. So I haven't been. That's the only way I've been consistent is uh, the next week I win. Yeah, but that's okay, though. I mean, you know, back and forth. I mean, that's it, that's better than going on a multi-game losing streak. Yeah, I'd rather go back and forth because that means you're close. is not going to get me well, in the playoffs, so. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so this week I'm going against the TSU Fighting Armadillo. Yeah, that's Aaron. Yep. That's who I just so beat. We're both two and three. Uh, he's projected to beat me by, it looks like, nine. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention was, you know, hitting the waiver wire. I, mm. I will be starting Nick Bosa this coming week. Okay. I decided Dante Fowler is going hit to the, hit the pine because Nick Bosa looked unbelievable this past he week. Did. But I, 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 dropped, I dropped Robbie Gould. You know who I picked up? Let them guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was a fun moment. Nugent. Mike Nugent. Ooh, okay. Kicker for New the New England Patriots. Do you yeah. know where he kicked in college, Dave? Um, somewhere in New England. The Ohio State University. Uh, yeah, I he was actually the, the most successful kicker in college football history, I think. Something along those lines. He was a, he was a monster. He didn't do that in Cincinnati, but I'm thinking he'll have the opportunity in uh, New England. So, so I did actually... I picked myself up a new kicker, so that's pretty fun. Ed boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I also picked up Chase Edmonds. Okay. Um, for a good amount of money, because remember, I missed out on... Nope, that's not true. I didn't miss out on... No, I got Mason Rudolph in this league. So I actually spent a lot of my... I spent a lot of my money. So Chase Edmonds was free. Okay. Hmm. I don't know how I got him then. Well, anyway, I got Chase Edmonds. So if, anyway. So if David Johnson is out, I may very well be starting Chase Edmonds. Right on. Because Tyreek Hill is probably the one who's who's going to end up mm-hmm. being out. Um, anything else about Westeros before we go on and we talk about uh, Frozen? No. I'm just, you know, going back and forth, back and forth, win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. So hopefully I get a, a streak going. Gotcha. All yeah. right. Um, you know, and I'll just mention because I'm opening fan tracks, you know, Guillotine was very uneventful this week. Yeah. I ended up. Sorry, no, no, no. yeah, Uh, I was gonna say I was probably third or fourth from the bottom, Mm -hmm. but I, but I survived, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what matters in guillotine. Um, I didn't pick up anybody successfully. I I made some picks. I made some free agent acquisitions just right, like recently, Mm -hmm. just after waivers ran, just who, who I could pick up, but um, definitely not, uh, 
definitely not anybody that required a lot of money. I missed out on Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. I missed out on Nick Chubb. And I missed out on somebody else that I can't remember right at the moment. I got so. Edmonds for four bucks. Yeah, and I don't so think I even tried for Edmonds. Yeah. Um, I went Five for bucks would have got him. Well, good for you. Well, because I've got Gio Bernard. Because I've got Mac on a buy, so I needed somebody. Well, la-ti-da. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Stay tuned, fellow listeners. La-ti-da. Let's go to... F- oh, whoop, I, I was whoop. second this Good week. Good podcasting. Second, what? second this week. Okay. In uh, guillotine. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you, you got to have some days where you're, you know, some weeks where you're at the top. I'm just, I'm scraping by right now. Because I, Adams, I spent big money on. He's been out. And Juju is rough right now. And mm-hmm. Baker, I spent big money on him. And he's been rough. And it's just, it's terrible. Um, Frozen. The super deep, super deep, super deep dynasty. I, uh, so I, I don't, I don't know where to get to. Oh wait, no, I do know where to get to last week's. So week five. So I played against, uh, I played against Mike's team. I ended up winning by like 20, 25 ish. Now he had a good week. He had Deshaun Watson. He had Matt Breda, which was huge. Now Dorsett laid an egg. Um, but you know, he had Matt Ryan had a big week. Justin Tucker had a big week. So he had a good week, but mm-hmm. my team in frozen, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't want to jinx myself, but Danny was texting me about frozen and he was talking about something. And I said, I said, dude, I got to tell you, I'm fully intending on repeating in frozen. And I know that's ridiculous to say, but I feel like my team is an absolute buzzsaw. Sure. I I don't know. This was my other Kurt quote, actually. So let's go to let's let's go to the tape. Let's open the quote book. Uh, This is this is a Kurt quote. I got this text on Sunday. It said, "Can you imagine a team that puts up over two hundred points and still has Mahomes left to play?" And I said, "Hey, that's me." You know. you know, and, and granted, Kurt is, you know, he's my future brother-in-law. He's good at tooting my horn. You know, he tells me how great I am a lot of the time. But um, I, but I'm seriously, I'm like, you okay? Um, but I'm seriously, I'm looking at my team and I'm like, how can this team not repeat? It's not, it's not Empire. It's, it's single, you know, single year dynasty. But, you know, Mahomes 22, Carson 27, Ingram 15, Juju 19, Michael Thomas forty four, Ertz sixteen, Goddard. I had to start because Hawk was on was on by. Right. Godwin thirty five, Julio <laughs> an off week at seven point seven, Montgomery twelve, Jameis nineteen, Mason Crosby ten. I mean two thirty three. I feel like without even trying. I don't know. Like I I'm not, I don't want to jinx myself, but this team I may. I may feel better about this team than my Roman team, yeah. and my Roman team is incredible. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to count chickens. That's not what I do. I don't get too excited. But, sure. but, wow. Um, so this coming week I play against Eric's team. Now Eric's team actually has a has a good record. Um, you know, he's he's been bailed out a little bit. He's got Delvin Cook. He's got Aaron Jones, who I traded to him. Um, you know, he's got, boy, that's really it. Oh, he has been absolutely bailed out by those two running backs. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. He's got Sanders, Sanu. Jared Cook, AJ Brown, he's got some guys, but mm. but I'm looking at my team and I'm thinking, okay, so I'm benching uh David Montgomery 
and I'm starting in his place, Terry McLaurin, who has Miami. And I'm thinking, Terry McLaurin, even with Colt McCoy against Miami, he should get his stuff. He had three for 51 against New England. Let's hope so. So we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. How about Frozen for you? This is the team that you were thinking you were going to blow up because mm-hmm. it was just looking that rough. Yep. How'd this week go for you? I had um, Stafford on a bye. I have Cam out. Oh, you didn't have a quarterback. I didn't have a quarterback. And Danny texted me that, and he he was telling me about issues with people not having complete lineups yeah. because. Les was having a hard time starting a league, and we had to check Joey's team because he's overseas fighting yeah. for our country. But but he's t- he texted me that, and I said, dude, D- Dave doesn't have any other quarterbacks. He only has Stafford. Mm. So what's he supposed to do? He sent, He actually sent me an offer. He was going to give up. Uh, like at the last minute? Yeah, he was going to offer Garoppolo for Cup in a second. Everybody's trying to give you Garoppolo. For mm. Cup in a second? Yeah. That's ridiculous. You would never give up Cup for that. So, and he's like, I'll even put Garoppolo in for you. But I'm like, <laughs> how Cup, sweet. Cup already played that. We can't, <laughs> can't do that. I didn't even get back to him. Well, um, that's, I mean, I mean, that's, that's fine. He sees you need a quarterback. But, you know, this is dynasty, though. One week of, I mean, this league does technically have rules about starting a legal lineup. So it is, it's a little rough because you literally didn't have anybody to put in. But what are you supposed to do? I mean, there's only so many quarterbacks right. that are starting. Like, it's not like I had Stafford on the bench. I had him in the quarterback right. spot. Right. But I, he was on a bye. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I mean, it's, you know, so he's thinking, oh, here, I'll throw you a bone. Yeah, but I'm like, not going to trade Cup just in a trade. second, yeah. that's too much. That's obviously um, too much. And then, so you're going against Eric's team this week. I went against him last week. Okay. I had the lowest amount of points scored. Which makes sense. 122. His Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, and he also has Jacobs. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he start? He started Jacobs, yeah. clearly. So okay, those three alone Jacobs. would have probably beat me by themselves. 30 for Cook, 58 for Jones. Jones got 58 points this last week. No, wait. I don't see Jacobs in his starting line. That's because they're on a bye this week. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I already took him out. Yeah. Well done. He's planning ahead. Way to manage your team, Eric. Yeah, nicely well done. done, Eric. We love it. Um, my bright spot uh, was the aforementioned Cup and okay. Everett. Um, yeah, that's that's good. In a two in a start two court uh, start two tight end league, that's nice to have Everett. Sure, sure is. Yeah, yeah. Only only real bright spots, and I have Evans who <laughs> was horrible. <laughs> Jokes on you. Jokes on me. <laughs> Boom. Oh. Sabotage trade. I don't know if that's a thing. Right. Charchian talks about the sabotage drop, you know? Yeah. Like dropping somebody who's terrible and then somebody else will spend all their money and pick mm-hmm. them up and ha ha ha, they're terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Evans won't be terrible all year. He'll have his he'll have his moments. Yeah. So I uh and actually Kurt had uh been messaging me about um trading away all my players. I don't know if he brought that up to you. Um, but he had he said, didn't because he's sick of getting sniped by me on, on well, but all these he, trades. He uh, so. was saying how how the league is set up, you know, the, the top three teams or four teams, whatever, each division winner goes, and then the next best record, and then the team with the most points. So at that point, I had the team with the most points, so I would have been in if the playoffs started. But gotcha. that trend was not going to continue. Um, but I I loved I loved his his uh, his spunk. I mean, 
He's got a he's got a zest for this fantasy football stuff. He's full of spunk, that's for sure. He definitely now, is. Now, I had an interesting I had an interesting conversation with Brandon, who's the other guy in our division because Danny ran scared, scared. away from our division Tail and stuck his legs. stuck Brandon with us because Danny can only win if he's not against you and me. Yeah. Um but uh well, I hope he listens to this. I don't know <laughs> if he listens or not. But um but I had an interesting conversation with Brandon because he was talking about how frustrated he is with Emperor, where he took over an orphan. Mm-hmm. and But also compared to Frozen, he's also frustrated because he feels like Emperor is so shallow that you can always just pick up players yeah. willy-nilly all the time. And yet Frozen is so deep, you literally can't improve your team for the You're waiver. You're stuck order. with who you have. You right. can't trade. And so, it's uh, two extremes. Yeah, it's two extremes. Yeah. And so he was talking about what the perfect amount would be. And he's talking about Frozen specifically, and he's saying, you know... You know, he doesn't know what he's like. He's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do to improve this team because here I had a here I had an owner I'm taking over for mm-hmm. who basically ignored it, and so you have these few superstars. You know, like he's got David Johnson, for example. He's got Robert Woods. He's got you know Davian Williams, whoever, Kyler Murray, who we drafted first uh, first overall, mm-hmm. I think, and. You know, he's got those stars, but he just doesn't – it's so slow building through the draft yeah. to make that team better. And I said, well, I said what you have to do is you have to pick – you have to pick a superstar who – because I'm, tr- I'm trying to give him advice on, like, how you actually improve this team. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for me to say because my team is stacked, and so, like, I'm building – I'm – I'm in the opposite situation. I'm right. taking depth and trading it for superstars. Mm-hmm. But in his situation, and I'll and we're gonna get to trades, and I've got some where I've got teams I'm blowing up. So it's not like I'm just speaking from not, you know, not experienced. But I said, you know, you've got to take a superstar like a David Johnson, who you figure is already 27 years old. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have him forever, but he has value right now, and you Turn him around for like two young players who could be the next superstar right. and a twenty twenty first, and that's how you start to build up mm-hmm. that whatever. And you know, and he and he said, yeah, but then I never have. Like he he was having a hard time wrapping his brain around that because it was he was like it's hard to, you know, the only thing making my team even a little bit competitive is those stars, right? And I said, yeah, but you gotta you gotta let go of the fact that you're not gonna be competitive right now. You know, like I'm looking at his team. Like, of course you're not trading Kyler, he's too young. But like, you know, you know me, I try to trade running backs. Mm-hmm. I'd be trained I'd be trying to trade Derrick Henry for twenty twenty first and a piece. I'd be trying to trade David Johnson for at least one twenty twenty first and a piece, mm-hmm. and a couple pieces probably. You know, Josh Gordon is not reliable long-term. Like, the second he has a superstar game, I'd be trying to ditch him, him, right? Um, You know, I'd be watching for somebody who loses tight ends, who doesn't have enough tight ends to start. Because you could trade Jason Witten for a 2022nd to somebody Mm. who's desperate for a tight end. Like, if I lost... Like, if I lost Hawkinson and Goddard and all I had was Ertz left and I need a tight end to start, I'd... You know, if I had a 2022nd, I'd give that for Witten so I could, you know, be working toward my championship, yep. you know. Um, you know, if he's got Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald does nothing for him, yeah. you know. So it's a matter of, like, <laughs> trading him for a piece. So he's got pieces he can – but it's a, it's about consolidating. So it's like what I did with Gurley in, for, in this same league. Like, I got two firsts 
and multiple players. Right. I traded CMC. I got a superstar player and multiple picks. I traded Mixon. I got a running another running back and his backup mm-hmm. I could start, plus a superstar wide receiver and Chris Godwin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's it's hard because you're looking at your team thinking, I can't give away these yeah. stars, but you also can't sit the way you are. Because yeah. it's it's kind of like what I say about Justine's team. It's like, you know, if you don't pay a lot of attention, you've got a good enough team, you're always going to be 6-6. Six and six. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to either commit to Table trading some stuff away and getting over the hump or committing to the fact you're going to be terrible mm-hmm. and it's about acquiring picks. Yeah. And it's it's hard to do. And I've got some I've got some some leagues where I am acquiring picks hard and like blowing up is should we talk about them? Is pretty fun. Uh yeah, we can talk about them because I think we're pretty much done uh I think we're pretty much done talking about the leagues we're we're in together. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some trades. Yeah. Uh you want me to start? You can, sure. So, you know, I'm in a lot of sleeper leagues, like too many, like a weird amount, that we're not in together. And so We'll start with this. So I'm in a league where I am one and four. It was an orphan I took over, but it was an orphan. I think it was at the end of the startup draft, so it wasn't a complete orphan. But it was, you know, a team. And this was the one where I said, like, I jumped in and, you know, the guys are like, wow, this is more action than we've seen in this league. This is great, blah, blah, blah. And so I am one and four. I think I was... I excuse me. I may have won. I may have won this this week. So I may have been zero and four, and then finally won. But I I decided I'm gonna put Nuke on the block. So okay. I put in the messages. I put Nuke Hopkins is on the block, and so then the the deals start rolling. Well, let's hear it. So let me. You tell me what you think of some of these offers. All right. You ready for this? All right. So here's an offer. So I'd be giving up Nuke Hopkins. And I just want to say by your tone right now. That these are going to be amusing offers. Well, no, I don't want to lead you in any way. I mean, I want to just say, okay, I mean, you know, uh, you, you, you know no, you, New Copkins. You, uh, yeah. you had to tell You know, New, Cop- New Copkins, he's okay. So you tell me, what would you prefer? You had to tell New, okay, so you tell me. New, New Copkins, you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> are you sure you're ready? Okay. Wait, let me sit down. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, you were already sitting down. Okay. <laughs> New Copkins. Oh, I dropped my pen. <laughs> New, New Copkins. <laughs> this, this is the lead up. New Copkins for Daryl Williams, Nicole Hardman, Hunter Renfro, Gardner Minshew. That, that offer actually came to me. What are you what are your thoughts? Uh, My thoughts are yeah, next. Uh, yeah, hot yeah. pile of garbage, right. right? I'm gonna give you a bunch of trash. It's not even Damian Williams; it's Daryl Williams. Right. Maybe okay. he got him mixed up. Maybe it's both, and he just picked the wrong one. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Even it doesn't had, matter which Williams he, it is. If he had both right. Williams in there, it's still. It bad. doesn't matter which Williams it is. No. Okay. Uh, here's the next deal. I give up Nuke. I get Chris Carson and a 2021st. I mean, better than the first one. Better than the first one. Right. But I'm thinking, why am I acquiring a running back mm-hmm. whose shelf life is short? Right. That does nothing for me. Right. I, no. Like, no. I don't. 
I don't acquire running backs for top wide receivers. That's not how I do things. Well, these people probably don't know how you do things. Right. And these pe- and who knows how experienced these people are. These could be very amateur offers. On this person's team, do they have a young wide receiver that may entice you? I don't you... I didn't write that much down okay. and I and I don't think I can look at it here. It'd have to be on my phone. So I, I wrote down what I needed to know because <clears throat> you're right, there's a certain aspect of coming back with something. Yeah. But I'll a lot of these don't even deserve a response and, and you know, like a counter and we'll we'll talk about it. So here's another one. I give up Nuke. This is all the same league, by the way. I give up Nuke. I get Le'Veon Bell, Sammy Watkins, and a 2020 second. I mean, they're getting better. I mean, Watkins, his bones are made of glass. Le'Veon Bell... He's a running back. He's getting old. You know? He's got a lot of miles. And it's not even a 2021st. And I don't think I'd even take it with a 2021st, right. to be honest. All right, here's the last one. You ready okay. for this? I would be giving up Nuke. I'd be getting Josh Rosen, DJ Chark, Dion Kane, Jay Sternberger, 2021st, 2022nd. Oh, my God. I heard two pieces in there that I like. Mm-hmm. I heard DJ Chark and I heard twenty twenty first. Um the rest I'm it's just not it's like you're trying to unload a bunch of trash on me. Like I don't I don't have any interest in that trash. And like off the top of my head, I don't I don't remember because I didn't write it down. But like you're offering me Josh Rosen. I'm set at quarterback. Yeah. Because in these startups, I take quarterbacks. Mm. Like off the top of my head, I probably have Mahomes, Winston. And another guy, like, uh, you know, I don't remember off the top of my head, but, like, I don't need a quarterback. Rosen is a nothing piece. It's like what these people are trying to do is quantity over quality. They're just throwing people out. I'm going to give you five to year one and a couple rookie picks, and you should take it. You know what? I've done that before. I've thrown out, like, here. But but you know what? When I do that, I look at the other team, and I think, like, when I've done this with Justine, actually. The pieces have to make And I look at her team, and I think, I'm giving you... Five players you can start right now better than your starters for this one player. Right. And so that's different because that is absolutely making their team better. This one player is a superstar. Now, granted, she's got one or two players right now that are making her first in the league. But mm-hmm. generally speaking, one superstar does not make your team. Right. You've got to have more players mm-hmm. than that that are doing something. Um, so, you know, there's that. Um do you want do you want to switch off? Do you want to go next? Or do yeah, you I had to, okay. actually one in our guillotine league. Okay. Um, guillotine is interesting because the trades, you know, the waiver wire is so stacked mm-hmm. that you don't think about trades in the guillotine. Yeah, so this was uh so I'd be giving up uh Keenan Allen because I've got uh some riches at the wide receiver position. Sure. Um my running back uh, not so hot. So I'd be receiving Brita and Mike Evans. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. Keenan Allen. You'd be giving up Keenan yeah, Allen. For Brita and Evans. You know, I don't hate that. I don't either. I mean, Evans is... I mean, Evans to... I mean, you're getting Evans plus for Allen. I mean, that's, you know... I mean, he can't get worse. Um, so, I, I mean, it, it interests me. Um, let me get to my team. Now. I mean, that's clearly... I mean, I... You know, that's something where I feel like... I feel like that's an offer where somebody put some thought into right. it. So my and for mine, I feel like I didn't, you know. Here are my receivers. I've got okay. Allen, I've got Fitzgerald, I've got Galladay, Thielen, and I've got McLaurin. 
Oh, you're stacked. Yeah. Yeah. My running backs, I've got Bernard and Lindsay. I just got Edmonds. I've got Hunt waiting in the wings, and I've got Mack on a bye. So yeah, Brita not would, having Mack this week is rough. So Brita would be a boost for sure, because um, I'd be starting Edmonds over Bernard. I mean, you almost, based on your team, based on your roster construction, you almost need to do it to ensure your survival this week, because mm-hmm. without Mack, that run, second running back. I mean, are you saying that Gio Bernard would be your second running back? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not. I mean, well, actually, can now, you really risk that? Because I, mean, I got because I picked up Edmonds, he'd be my second running yeah, back. Yeah, assuming. I mean, are we thinking David Johnson's not going to play at this point? I would put Edmonds in even even with, if yeah, just because yeah. that offense runs so much. Yeah, or you know, runs so many plays. Yeah, so that uh, okay. definitely was something for me to think about. Okay, in that one. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's that's actually yeah, that's not bad. I would definitely consider that. I I like, I mean, that seems like somebody came at you with an actual thought process, which some of these other ones I don't feel like there was much of a thought process. And I had also thrown out a trade. Um, I would give up McLaurin for James White. You'd give up McLaurin for James White. Yeah, because I love James White. I love his PPR ability. I needed a running back, and yeah. I'm good at wide receivers. I almost like that more because then you're not having to give up the... I mean, McLaurin, who knows what he'll continue right. to do moving forward. And I know what I'm getting with my other wide receivers. And James White just has a nice floor. Yeah. That's a good guillotine survival move. So, yeah, I like But I, this guy hasn't got back to me, so okay. we'll see what happens. God, what a loser. <laughs> um, okay, my next one. I got to go to this one. So here's a league where I'm th- I'm three and two, right? And I had a guy come at me today, and he said, "I will give you, I will give you Flacco for your 2021st." He said to me, "I'll give you Flacco for your 2021st." Now my response was. Why would I do that? And he goes, Well, it's a super flex, you know, so quarterbacks are very valuable. And you know what I said? You wanna hear my wanna hear my quarterbacks? Let's hear your retort. My quarterbacks are Deshaun Watson, Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, Mason Rudolph, Josh Rosen. Now, it's not, you know, I've got some there's some guys just for this year, but does that make it sound like I need Flacco for my twenty twenty first? No. So I, and I said, and he goes, well, you know, it's a, it's a super flex. So maybe, you know, people might need whatever. And I said, I said, dude, did you look at my quarterbacks? Because that offer makes me not even want to retort with it. Like, it doesn't even make me want to respond with anything. Like that's not, that does not warrant a counter. I can't imagine a world where I would give up a 2021st for Joe Flacco. Makes my brain hurt. Right. Um... Which kind of leads me to my next one, which is kind of fun. Um, I have a league with Kurt where I'm 0-5. Yeah. And I have already acquired four 20... uh, Yeah, I've already acquired four 2020 firsts. Well, actually, that's not the same one. Well, that's fine. I'll go with it. I'm I'm zero and five. I've acquired four twenty twenty first. I've kind of blown it up. I gave Mark Ingram for for Kurtz first, whatever. So then recently, I traded Ertz 
for Olsen, Henry, and a 2022nd. Okay. So get rid of Ertz. I get Henry, who's young. Olsen, I can start now. And a 2022nd. I feel like that's a haul, yeah, right? Not terrible. Um, but then I look. So, so you know, that's an example of a team where I'm blowing it up. And I've got all these firsts coming in. That's huge. Um, this one was the one I thought I was talking about. Okay. So here's another one. I'm two and three. I believe going into this weekend, I was one and three. <clears throat> Meaning I'm thinking I'm going to blow it up. Right. So I made an offer to this person who it turned out was a chick. Not that that matters. No, but, you know, no. I, I feel like, you know, afterwards she got a little bit of a hard time and I didn't, I didn't realize it was a lady. But anyway, so I, I, I was one and three. I made this offer and I was offering Julio and Fant. And I was asking for Boyd, Shark, and two 2021st that she had. Okay. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at her team, and I'm thinking she has no tight end she can start right now. Like, literally, they're all out. Mm. I can't remember who it was. She needs a superstar. Like, I, I thought, you know, she can add, she could take out Boyd, who she was starting, put in Julio, and I mm. figured that, like, that's an impre- you know, that's an improvement. And she's giving up youth to me. So she accepted, and then, of course, the talk was, wow, that's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she's like, and then I find out she's not all that experienced. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So so now in that league, I have three firsts. Nice. And then I acquired Chark and Boyd, who looked, like, epic this mm-hmm. this weekend. But the funny thing about this one is then I get an offer in the same league the following, like, day. And it was an offer of they, they wanted one of those 2021st from me. And they were offering me Jared Cook and a 2023rd. Now, I, I sent this offer to Kurt to ask, because to, I typically send him screenshots of these offers oh. just to see. And he goes, and he goes, I think they misspelled Jared. It's supposed to be D-A-L-V-I-N, <laughs> right? That's great. Um, because what, and, and, and my response was, why would I give you one of the firsts I've acquired for Jared Cook? And they said something like, I thought you might need a tight end. And I'm like, need a tight end? Like, I have guys I can start. I can't remember who I have, but I've got, like, Witten and somebody else. Like, guys I can start right now. I don't want Jared Cook for one of my first. That would be ridiculous. Oh, and I just don't understand what people are thinking about. Um... Do you have a Do you have a next trade? Yeah, I've got share? one. I've got one in the world empire. Let's hear it. That's the one where I'm going to get booted. This is. Uh, I'm going to get kicked out. Where my team name is. Don't need no stinking defense. Because I don't have one. And mine is need anybody but Browns players. <laughs> That's my team name. So if if I do this trade. I have to change my team name because they're offering me a defense. Oh, hello there. Yeah. So is this. One of the teams that's stacked with defenses, or they have, they have a lot of they them. They have two. They only have two, and they're yeah. offering you one. So Interesting. They have okay. the Lions, and they have the Texans. Okay. Okay. They're offering me the Lions. Yeah, sleigh ride. Four. My Adrian Peterson. Okay. And ten dollars in blind bidding bucks. <laughs> Take the defense, please. That's like nothing. Because this league's deep enough where those blind bidding dollars mean nothing. And it's, I mean, 20-team league, you're not getting anybody. Right. Right. And it's best ball. Right. So, uh, let me get back to it. You need a defense. You're just missing out on free points. I know. 
But Did I, you accept? No, not yet. But oh, I, come on, Dave. I'm still winning without a defense. <laughs> I'm four and I know. I hate It's you. great. So my running backs are Bell, Chubb, and Gore. And I've got Gaskins and then AP. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm debating. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but you're right. The blind bidding bucks don't need it. Um, but I mean, I mean, AP, there's games where, I mean, he could get two touchdowns. You just don't know. And I could use those in best ball. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Uh, and in world, actually, we were talking about a trade that kind of died yeah. because your offer was, because I was trying to trade Deke, uh, I was trying to trade uh, Odell Beckham. ODB, right. Because he's, you know, he's got the name cachet, he's got mm-hmm. the draft value, all that mm-hmm. stuff, but he's mm-hmm. just looked bad and, you know, he'll, his best days are ahead of him. Right. And you were offering me DK Metcalf, yep. Noah Fant, yep. and your 2021st and two seconds? Yes. And my response to that was throw in Daniel Jones. And I think I was offering you O.J. Howard also. Yeah. So throw in Daniel Jones and I'll give O.J. Howard. And yeah. I think I threw in Jacoby Myers as well. You maybe, did? Because yep. um, just why not? And you said that was too much. Yeah. I don't want to give up Jones and a, a best ball. Which uh, I thought was interesting because I thought, um, you know, ODB I thought could – well, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I think that just kind of died. I, I, I've yeah. kind of come to grips with the fact my team's just going to be eliminated, which is really sad because it's it's an embarrassment. Um, and plus, I have Bridgewater. So, you know, I don't know if he's going to stay with the Saints next year. I don't know if he's going to go somewhere else. True. You just don't know what's going to happen. So I don't want to be left with. But at this point, it kind of seems like he's going to end up being Breeze's replacement. It sure seems like that. I yeah, mean, but how long is Breeze going to play for? That's the thing, too. You think it's past this year? It could be. He's a competitor. Yeah, he is. He's the GOAT. Um, so I I don't know. I just like saying the GOAT. You can't use the GOAT for more than one person, though. Well, You've already said it for Brady. You can't say it for Breeze. I think they're both a GOAT. I think they're co-goats. equal GOATs. They're co-GOATs. <laughs> co-GOATs. <laughs> co-GOATs. <laughs> There's a goat screaming <laughs> joke in there somewhere. Um, <clears throat> um, well, we can right. always revisit that trade. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I just uh, – it's hard because I really feel like I'm at the point where I'm going to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. So I got to do something, right? And so I feel like is DK and Fant and those – I mean, the picks don't help me at all this year. So no. it's really a matter of – you know, I feel like ODB really is what helps me this year to not get eliminated. But who knows? I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I well, don't know. But yours is the best offer that's come anywhere near me because I, some of those offers are yeah, bad. I do have Dion Kane. <laughs> I mean, is he? He doesn't make up for not including Daniel Jones, though. So it's true. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm willing to revisit, but but uh, but here we are. And that's all I have for trades. I'm. That's fair. Okay, so I've got I've got two more. Um and uh are we thinking this is gonna kinda wrap it up? Like I'll I'll uh this is kind of our, our ending thing here. Yeah, yeah. this will do it. Yeah. It's only eleven o'clock. We're 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 going good. Um 
Okay, so I've so this was one where I kind of regretted it. It, it I so I put out this deal. So I'm I'm looking at my teams. I'm looking at opposing teams, and I got a little carried away. Wait. So you shut got up. A little carried away. <laughs> so here's a team where I'm three and two, but I think I was two and two going to this weekend. Okay. And I wanted to improve. I wanted to improve from where I was, and so I offered. Kenny Galladay, who I'm not a fan of, Josh Jacobs, who I'm not a fan of, and a 2021 first, okay. which is far away. Mm-hmm. And I offered it for Godwin and Miles Sanders. Okay. Now, the guy clearly goes online, instantly accepts it. So that goes through. Now, all of a sudden, the talk in the chat is, whoa, 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 what is about? What is this? This is ridiculous. This is a trade. Is he Italian? Trade violation. Although, hey, hey. What's going what's on here? What's going on here? What's happening? It's a me, Mario. Um, so, you know, the, the response there is, what do you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now, the commissioner jumps in and says, well, I think this is even enough because this these guys are this and this guys are you know in the twenty twenty first kind of push really better and I and I responded with well of course you're not going to veto it because it's a it's not that far off it's not. right and I feel like trades between two consenting adults should not be vetoed unless they are clear collusion which right. this is not. Now, what I will say was, I'm not a fan of Galladay. I'm not a fan of Jacobs. I am a fan of Godwin. I am a fan of Sanders. And what I did was, I put in the 2021 first mm-hmm. because I knew that would push it over the edge and that would be accepted. Yeah. And it worked. Could I have gotten Godwin and Sanders for Galladay and Jacobs alone? Maybe. It's possible. But these these are not guys that I'm in communication with. There's not a line of, you know, there's not a dialogue going. Sure. This is put out an offer, see what happens. Right. So I'm looking at my phone. Oh, offer accepted. Hey, it's my offer. Great. Now, I'm looking at thinking, oh boy, 21 first. I probably didn't need to give that up. If it was a 2020 first, I really would have been bummed. Yeah. But it's so far away. I'll make it up. You'll forget about it anyways. And so I'm thinking... You know, do I like Godwin? I mean, the, the commissioner made a good point. Godwin's the best one in the deal. Mm-hmm. Sanders' best days are ahead of him. Jacobs has looked hit or miss. Galladay has looked hit or miss. Mm-hmm. And the 2021 verse is a million years away. So I said, well, that's that's good. So that was one where I kind of regretted it initially, and then I wasn't then I wasn't really okay. then I wasn't really sure. Um all right, here I got two more. And uh, that should wrap us up here. So two more. So here's a league where I'm three and two. So people wanted McCaffrey from me. Well, All right? Of course. Of course. If you were trying to acquire McCaffrey, you'd probably be going all out because yeah. McCaffrey is very good. I mean, I have tried to approach some teams with McCaffrey, and what I thought was a really good offer is they're like peasant. Get when I you. traded McCaffrey in Frozen, I acquired Michael Thomas the pick that became TJ Hawkinson in the mm-hmm. two tight end starting league, and then three other picks that were guys that, you know, right. probably McLaurin was one mm-hmm. of them, for example. All right, so they wanted McCaffrey. So here was an offer. I would give McCaffrey, I was offered, this is an IDP with a you know not a lot of starting spots okay. for IDP. I was offered Joey Bosa, A.J. Brown, David Montgomery, and a 2021 second. Okay. I'm thinking, okay, Joey Bosa, great. AJ Brown, great. Dave Montgomery, great. 2021, it's not even a first. Yeah. 
I mean, if you're going to trade for somebody like McCaffrey, you need to... If there's no first for McCaffrey, I'm not listening. Period. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, you you want the best... I mean, I I talk... I also traded away... um, I traded away uh, Barkley in a league Mm -hmm. recently, in a a free sleeper league. And I traded him away for Tyreek Hill and a 2021st and Aaron Jones. Okay. And I thought, I liked that. I liked what I got for him. But I'm thinking, if there's no 2021st, that's not being talked about, right? right? So that was an auto decline. So then here's the next one. I'd be giving up McCaffrey and Matt Stafford. And I'd be getting Aaron Rodgers, Robbie Anderson, Darrell Williams, Joey Bosa, Harrison Smith, and Bobby Wagner. There's not even a pick involved in there. No. You're talking Aaron Rodgers for Stafford. I mean, honestly, they're kind of close right now mm-hmm. based on how they're playing. Yep. Robbie Anderson is a nothing piece. Daryl Williams, nothing piece. And then some defensive players. And you want McCaffrey? That's a joke. Yeah. That's a joke. That's more of the quantity over quality. Right. Just You're just throwing a bunch of see what sticks. poop at the wall and hoping yeah. it sticks and, you know, whatever. It doesn't stink the room up. I say um, boo. Yeah, boo. And then the last one. Now, this league is weird because this is only six teams. So this is a oh, wow. six. Yeah, this is a six team super deep benches. Well, it has to be. So the idea is this is this is a sleeper league where these six teams, 10, 10 bucks each. And it's, you know, the winner takes 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I figure I'm going to go in on that because what's the chances I don't win that? I feel like I've yeah, I'm, you got I'm a 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 chance. Right. So I'm two and three right now. And they, the, my opponents, they want Kittle. They want Kittle hard. Really? Now, I drafted a six-team super deep team, and I prioritized Kittle at tight end because I'm thinking a lot of positions, there's going to be a lot of deep players, but I want that tight end I can count on. Right. So here's a couple of offers, um, maybe from all the same team I can't remember. Uh, Jimmy Graham and A.J. Green for George Kittle. Boo. No. No. A.J. Green isn't even playing. Jimmy Graham, nothing to me. Yeah. Like, what year is this? Is this 2010? Because if it was 2010, is it, maybe. Is this Dynasty or is it? Uh, it's They're all Dynasty. They're all, yeah. Okay. I don't have, I don't think that any of the, re, I don't think any of these sleeper leagues are redrafts. Okay. All right. So here's one. So they wanted Mike Williams and George Kittle. And they offered me Deshaun Jackson, Delaney Walker, uh, Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay. A 2020 fourth, a 2020 fifth, a 2021 fourth, and a 2021 fifth. The fourths and fifths, garbage. No. And then you got Nothing. Two, two old guys and the Broncos. Back two there. old guys and the Broncos running backs. Yeah. No. For Mike Williams and Kittle. It's even no. just for Kittle. No. No. Boo. No. Finally, I'd give up Kittle. And this was, I think, the first one that he tried was Delaney Walker, Royce Freeman, Phil Lindsay for Kittle. Uh-huh. No, come on. No. No. Ridiculous. So the moral of the story is if you're going to make trade offers, put some thought into who you're offering. Here I am getting offers that are, you know, trying to sell me a quarterback when I don't need a quarterback right. or trying to get my tight end when clearly I prioritize tight end mm-hmm. and that's not something I'm going to give up. And it just, it drives me nuts. But maybe these people just aren't, you know, very experienced. So. That's my guess. Dave. Ralph. This is the end of, uh, this is the end of um, episode six. A- apos- you know, post, 
post week, uh, what was it, week five? Week five ended? Yeah, week five. Yeah. Heading into week six. So we are going to meet again next week. We'll talk about some more of all this good stuff. Yep. I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. Feeling I, I feel great. like I've calmed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was real hyped at the beginning. I feel like I didn't, I, I didn't really teach much today. I feel like I was just thinking podcast, you, you know? Just wound up. I'm, yeah, I'm wound up. I'm wound up. Yeah. Um, so I would really, uh, I, I need a week to calm down and then we'll come back together next week. We'll talk about some more stuff. We'll see how this weekend goes. Same podcast time, same podcast place. Same podcast time, same podcast place. Oh, I yeah. will put it out as soon as we are, uh, as soon as we're done here. Um, Kirk can listen immediately. Everybody else, you know, within the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see how it goes. So, you know, I don't know. I, I feel I feel good. I'm ready to wrap it up. Dave, thank you for coming over. Ralph, thanks for having me. Trips right. Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Peace out.